from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Happy Football Friday. Happy final day of our kickoff celebration here on 99.9 The Fan. We made it. Happy actual football is going to be played in both the NFL and college football this weekend, and both matter. This is a true football Friday, I believe. Happy just about every team from North Carolina is playing in North Carolina this weekend for college. Panthers are opening on the road, but they'll be back in a big way when they do eventually make it back into Carolina. Uh, And we're going to start there. The Panthers and the Falcons. Two teams that are building for the future matched up in the present. Kind of an interesting dynamic here. Bijan Robinson is the betting favorite to be the offensive rookie of the year. Bryce Young is the second betting favorite to be the offensive rookie of the year. So we are going to see the debut of the two most uh, high expectations rookies in the draft this year. You have a running back that went eighth overall, which is the equivalent of a quarterback going for, I don't know, multiple first-round picks, which is exactly what happened for Bryce Young. They traded up to number one to get him. So these two guys are are expected to change their franchises, and that starts when they match up this weekend. Contenders rarely have the rookie of the year. (laughs) So, So these two teams are building for the future. But you're still setting the tone for the entirety of, of that young player's time in your division. right? I, I think it's kind of funny how – not even funny. I think it's it's apt, it's correct how something like this. We'll, we'll use a, a college example. Sam Hartman's coming back to play in Carter Finley this weekend, right? State fans – know what he's done in Carter Finley in the past, and it hasn't been great. You get these reputations against teams. Tom Brady owned the Jets. But guess what? The Dolphins actually put up a good fight against Brady. If you look at some of the numbers, based on how bad the Dolphins were for so many of those years, they held their own against Brady in the division. You you get these reputations against the teams you play twice a year. Right, you get these reputations against teams you share a division with. Well, guess what? Atlanta. Are you going to be the team that Bryce Young owns? Part of that 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 reputation starts being built on Sunday. Yeah. If Bryce Young goes out there and has a dynamic debut and everybody's loving him and he shoots to the top of all the rookie of the year rankings and everybody gets excited at your expense, then that's the new that's the new normal for you in the division until you have to shake that. And the same is true in reverse. Carolina, are you going to be the team that Bijan Robinson owns? Are you going to be the team that every time he goes out there, uh, you're his punching bag? Twice a year, every year. It's up to you. It's up to you. And guess what? Their fan base is super jacked up about him. Number nine, right? That's the number that, that Bryce Young's going to be wearing. There's going to be those jerseys all over Carolina. He hasn't even played in a game yet. <laughs> Same is true. Uh, I, th- I don't even know what number B is. B's are wearing seven. That's, that's popping into my brain. Feel like seven or eight, I think. I feel like we're playing a version of the numbers game that we play at 530 every day to give away tickets. Uh, Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Ocho Cinco. If you weren't listening yesterday, we had a, we had a caller uh, the, the way the numbers game goes, I give you a player and a team. You have to give me the jersey number. 
We gave Chad Ochocinco Bengals. Caller didn't didn't get eight five. Didn't get eighty five. Ocho Cinco. Uh, but I mean, come on. Uh, thank you for playing though. Gave us a, a hilarious moment. Um, those jerseys are good. Like, there's an excitement around both of these teams that you don't even have when your team is good. Like, if you're, I'll use the Bills as an example. The Bills, there's already that like thought in the back of your head on maybe it's not going to happen for this core. Right? We've been we've been really good for a couple of year, few years now, and we haven't even made it to a Super Bowl. Right, the Bills start having those thoughts of Jim Kelly. Start having those thoughts of like, you can be really good and never end up walking away with any of the hardware. Both of the teams playing in on Sunday, the 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 Panthers and the Falcons. It's all hope and optimism at this point. It's all even if things don't go perfectly, you have time to fix it. Even if things don't go perfectly, you're still at the point where you either win or you learn. Once you're established, once you're paying your quarterback a bunch of money, once you're a contender year in and year out, you either win or you lose. Right now, you either win or you learn, right? Either the Panthers win or, hey, Bryce Young learned something. He's going to develop into something better. For the Falcons, either you win or you get closer to drafting Caleb Williams or Drake May. Right? You have a top 10 pick at a receiver. Drake London, you have a top 10 pick at tight end, Kyle Pitts. You have a top 10 pick at running back, Bijan Robinson. And you have like the, I don't know, 83rd pick at quarterback in Desmond Ritter. If, if you lose, suddenly, you know, if, if the season starts off a little rough for the Falcons, there's, there's no hesitation to go, maybe we could just keep losing. Yeah. So actually, I would say this game means more to the Panthers. Because if the Panthers stall early, there's nothing to stall. There's nothing to stall for. There's no light at the end of that tunnel. If the Falcons stall early, you go, well, you know, we could chill for a little bit. There's enough quarterbacks next year, right? Depending on how excited you are about, like, Michael Penix and Quinn Ewers and Bo Nix, there might even be three or four of them. That's up to you. But we know there's two. We, we know Caleb Williams and Drake May are waiting there. So, so that's their safety net. Carolina doesn't have one of those. They don't have the safety net. So it's it's – Low stakes because you're young and Bryce Young and you have reasons to be excited even if it doesn't go well, but higher stakes because you have no reason to let it not go well. That's that's a little oxymoron Venn diagram that doesn't overlap much. But uh, but I'm still – I think that game is going to be very exciting. right? I, I think the, the debut nature of it – you could even argue someone like Desmond Ritter is kind of being debuted because he's being debuted – uh, premiered as the starter. He, he got four games at the end of last year, but it was Marcus Mariota at this point in time a season ago. And then on the, the Panther side, new coaching staff, mm-hmm. new systems, new defense. They've been keeping everything vanilla. I don't know if you've heard. They, they tell you after every yes. preseason game. The playbook has been vanilla. So against the Falcons, first time we're going to get to see Napoleon. First time we're, we're going to get to see... Uh, uh, Rocky chocolate. Rocky Road. Let's say some chocolate chip cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie dough, little, little cookies and cream, maybe some toppings. Mm. It's the first time we're getting hungry on a Friday. First time we're going to get to see uh, non just plain vanilla offense and plain vanilla defense from the Panthers. So there's, I mean, this is introductions. This is icebreaker exercises. This is two truths and a lie, right? It's it's all of those things where we're going to finally get to know a Frank Reich Panthers team. And we're finally going to get to know a Bijan Robinson led led Falcons team, of which 
you're going to be introduced to twice a year for the next five years at least if you're the Panthers. Because Bijan is seen as one of those backs that twice a year you're going to have to uh, you know, deal with him getting the ball a whole bunch of times. After, Actually, you know what might happen? <laughs> if, if the common running back timeline is anything serious, uh, for three years you're going to have to deal with Bijan Robinson twice a year getting the ball 25 times. And then the next year he'll hold out and you might not have to, to, to deal with that. But, uh, but in the meantime, you better have a plan. And part of that plan better involve Brian Burns. He's practicing, by the way. I think it's actually growing. What we're going to dive into this more, I think it's growing that he might just play, but like put on the record his displeasure with his deal. Yeah. Because he's practicing, he's in pads, he's a, listed as a full participant. It, like he, he might just, you know, I am playing, but I would like to know that I'm not, like everybody to note that I'm not happy about it. I love for him to go out there and get, Two and a half sacks and four tackles for have, a loss. Bat a couple passes down at the line of scrimmage. Have we ever seen someone start a holdout midseason? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Starting one midseason? No. Like like play for two weeks, play really well, and then, then start not playing? Hmm. No, not that I know of. I don't want to even put. I don't even know why I said that out loud. I don't want. I don't yeah, want. Any, I don't want anyone to hear that. I, I, it why was one, did you say that? Because sometimes I can't close my my big old mouth. Well, we are paid to talk. That one I should have kept internal. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I love the attitude that is being shown by Brian Burns. I love that that he's out there playing. I love that he's practicing. I love that rather than making statements and, and dragging it, he's kind of doing the whole, like, I'm just going to have a team representative say I'm not talking to the media every day. I like the way he's handled it. If you're going to be the guy that's the squeaky wheel for the new contract, I like the way he's doing it. But from a Panthers perspective, the business part of the sport is bleeding over into the locker room part of the sport. And, and that's a dividing line that you have to, you've got to fortify. First, let's hear from Frank Reich. He has a, a an injury update slash Brian Burns updates right here. As far as injuries, we'll be ruling out DJ Chark, um, and then Adam Thielen will be questionable. And then the only other update is really that there's no further updates with the Brian Burns situation. So we've talked a lot about it this week, and really I have nothing else to say at this point. The update is there's no more updates. Stop asking. Yeah. You, you, know, you remember uh, the Key and Peele sketch where uh, 
I think it was Key was the anger translator, Luther the anger translator. Oh, yeah. Where someone would say something like, you know, so-and-so has been uh, – actually, you know what? Let's do it real Barack quick. Barack Obama's, well, yeah. Let's do it real quick. Here's Frank Reich on Burns being a pro during the situation. Brent Bryan's handled it like a pro. He's practiced. We had the one or two days where he didn't. Other than that, it's been the same course of business. He's been the professional that he is. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Anger translation. I completely agree with him, and I have no idea why our front office isn't giving him any money, so I'm complimenting him for how he's told our organization to give him more cash. Scene. Sports or businesses? Heck, at this point in time, even college sports are businesses. So you darn sure know the NFL is a business. Right when you're bought by the hedge fund guy who has twenty plus billion dollars, uh, yeah, you're a business. The challenge of coaches like Frank Reich, of leaders like Brian Burns, like Bryce Young, the challenge is, is to not let the business side creep into the locker room side. And what I mean by that is, in the locker room, team sports are are they're different than any other business. Right? You're going to hear a lot about family. You're going to hear a lot about brotherhood. You're going to hear a lot about sacrifice, laying your body on the line and looking each other in the eye and making sure you're ready to go to battle. It's, a, it's different. Like You don't hear that out there in some accounting firm. Right? And then the, the interesting part is usually just a couple steps up on the, the elevator, you have the front office and the boardroom and the, the sales and the marketing and the business. And in the boardroom, you hear about contracts and getting what you're worth and protecting yourself against injury. Literally, different stops in the same building. One, lay your body on the line for your teammate, for your brother. You go up top. I need to make sure that if I get hurt, I'm protected. It's, it's, they're so different. And right now, Brian Burns, his situation is, is blurring that line. And that dividing line is important. Right? Whether whether he wants to or not, he is blurring that line in an aggressive way. Whether he wants to or not, he's he's blurring that line simply by being there. Chris Jones last night was not on the sideline for the Chiefs. He was in the stands. He's not in the locker room every day. He's not at practice every day. Earlier this week, he was giving out food for a charity. Uh, he was he was delivering food for a charity rather than being at practice with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's out of sight, out of mind a bit there. Every time you see Brian Burns, you're reminded, oh, yeah, this is a business. Oh, yeah, we're all independent contractors, to use the term of Bertrand Berry, who we talked to earlier. And that goes against every bit of, of, of information that you're being fed by the coaching staff. Right? Play for your brother. Play for your family. Lay your body on the sacrifice. It's about Indi the guy next to you. It's about the guy next to you. You have to be able to look him in the eyes and trust him. You don't have to like him, but you have to trust him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Brian Burns is there like, shoot, I'm asking for more money for me, not for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, a, I'm, I'm really hoping they give me $30 million a year. That doesn't do anything for Adam Thielen, right? That doesn't do anything for Derek Brown. Matter of fact, you could argue it does it, – it shrinks the pool of money that you can pay those other guys. Mm -hmm. If you're overpaying for one, you got to underpay for another position. Zero-sum game. So, so – 
it's being blurred is all I'm getting to. It's not necessarily Brian Burns' fault. I think if you're going to be the squeaky wheel, he's doing it the honorable way. But it is what it is. Like part of it is is getting all that buttoned and and and, and bowed up and everything else. Put a bow on it before you get to this point in the season. And I think if you're Burns, you also have the contention of I was a pro the whole time. Mm-hmm. I could have held out. I was I still showed up during OTAs. Now still recovering from uh, the ankle procedure that he had during the offseason so he didn't fully participate in OTAs in minicamp which but he was still there was there during training camp fully participated in practices even did joint practices did all those things showing that like hey I'm still here I'm still going to do my job now I still like I I'm doing everything that you're asking me to do I need the good faith on the other side it, it, yeah, it, there's not That's much really you can be, there's not much you can be angry about him at for. No, you really can't. It's not like it, he not like he's not doing what Chris Jones is doing exactly, and just literally sitting in the stands. The only thing you can be mad at, at Brian Burns for is wanting more money. You can be mad at Brian or at Chris Jones for wanting more money, for creating a spectacle, for not being there to help get his team ready at practice. For like, there's a lot of other things you can get mad at him for. That's a true distraction, by and, the way. And yeah, absolutely. He was at the game. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's a true distraction. He was at the game. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.